From the food we eat, the air we breathe, the land we dwell, to the health of our body and mind, and the well-being of all things in the universe. Unlock the science with Chula Radio Plus. Welcome to Unlock the Science. I'm Virada Salim. Imagine a world that you can create your own currency and use it to pay for goods and services of your choice. More importantly, there is no central authorities to regulate your currency. The value of your currency solely depends on the circle of people using and trading the currency. But this is not imaginary. Actually, it is a new virtual financial world that has been growing fast. The money is virtual, as they have no physical form like banknotes and coins that we are all familiar with as fiat currency. This virtual money is known as cryptocurrency. A cryptocurrency is a series of code which consists of letters and numbers. Created by mining in computer networks that is managed through a digital ledger known as blockchain. Blockchain is a particular type of distributed ledger technology. A ledger is more or less like bookkeeping in accounting system. Now, what are distributed ledgers? Think about it this way: Traditionally, when Mr. A wants to transfer a sum of money to Mr. B. The transaction will be recorded and kept by a bank or financial institution. This system is known as centralized ledger, as the bank is the only entity that keeps record of the transaction. Let's say now, Mr. A, B, C, D, and E do not want a centralized ledger like a bank anymore, and decided that they want to keep any and all transactions among themselves by themselves. Without having a centralized ledger, this data recording and sharing system among these five persons is known as distributed ledgers, who will verify any and all transactions among the five, and each of them will have any and all data of any transactions. This is the origin of blockchains. Blockchains employ cryptographic and algorithmic methods. To record and synchronize data across a network, in ensuring that any of all the data is unchangeable. Then imagine this: the original five persons want more people to participate in this distributed ledger system, but they need to provide some incentives to newcomers. Participating in distributed ledger system involved time and work. Hence, Bitcoin was created as the incentive. These bitcoins were changed hands and now are being traded in crypto markets. Blockchains are the technology that created bitcoins, and bitcoins are currently the most popular cryptocurrency globally and in Thailand. Cryptocurrencies are a type of digital tokens. Cryptocurrencies can be used as a medium of exchange, meaning they can be used to buy products and services in the virtual world. But it cannot be used as a fiat currency or the banknotes and coins we use in our daily life yet. Other main types of digital tokens are utility tokens, which companies issue in allowing the customers to use it to buy products or services of the companies. This is pretty much like paper vouchers we receive from department stores, and we need to use the vouchers to buy goods in those department stores.
Investment tokens function like shares that companies issue to raise funds from the general public, but instead of issuing shares, they issue investment tokens. Thailand, like other countries, sees investment tokens as a kind of securities and plans to allow its trading in the stock market. The other kind is known as non-fungible tokens or NFT. It is issued to represent certain unique assets, such as photos, paintings, or music files. This kind of token allows, for instance, artists to sell their works in the virtual world by issuing these non-fungible tokens to represent their works, and these tokens can be chained hands. The creation of blockchains and cryptocurrencies are just a recent history. Shortly after the collapse of Lehman Brothers. An investment bank based in the United States that triggered a global financial crisis in 2008, a group of tech-minded trailblazers sought a solution to the shortcomings of conventional finance. They envisaged a world underpinned not by centralized power, but by a distributed, democratic system of ownership that was inclusive, transparent, and secure. As of April 2022. CoinMarketCap.com, a website that tracks global trading of crypto assets, showed that the market capitalization of all cryptocurrencies has exceeded two trillion U.S. dollars. This is a growth from less than one trillion dollars just a few years ago. Application of cryptocurrencies has also been expanding, particularly in some markets. In the United States, for instance. It now can be used as collateral in applying for loans in companies that are not banks. To help us understand more about the application and impact of cryptocurrencies, Unlock the Science editor and producer Sinfa Tansarawut talks to Assistant Professor Dr. Waraprapa Nagwachara, a Faculty of Economics, Jhulalongkorn University. What do you think that? The blockchain technology and Bitcoin were created at the first place. Yes. So basically, um, the Bitcoin white paper or the idea of Bitcoin um, was written in 2008, right after the global financial crisis. So back then, um, the writer who um, we know as Satoshi Nakamoto. So we don't really know who he is, but um, that's the name of the writer. Um, envisioned that. Um, We would like to um, create a peer-to-peer electronic cash systems in which uh, we don't have to rely on a centralized entity. Meaning, um, can we create cash, um, use it for payment, but we don't have to rely on any banks? That that's the idea of of how um, he wanted to create Bitcoin and its relevant technology. Do you think that these systems, the system that without a centralized Uh, ledger will become, you know, widely applicable to our, f- uh, let's say, financial market. Well, it's becoming bigger and bigger, and more people are getting involved in it. But I think um, right now there are more applications to it besides just Bitcoin. I think um, first there are many type of other cryptocurrencies. Second, there are also other type of things that were created on on the blockchain for us to be, to use. <laughs> okay, um, can you can you explain to us what are the current application of cryptocurrency at the moment? 
Okay, so let, let me first explain. So since at the beginning, um, it was intended that um, cryptocurrencies were used as medium of exchange or some people even argue, can it ever be money? But um, to actually um, evaluate that, you need to know first um, what are the three functions of money. So basically, if, if this is supposed to be money, first, it needs to be a good medium of exchange, meaning people are willing to accept it as means of payment. Um, the second function of money is store of value. Um, can if you um, hold it today and, and keep it until next year, can it still have value of equal value or even higher? That's the second characteristic. And the third characteristic is unit of account. Can it be used to measure um, the amount um, of something's worth? So basically, um, to be a good, um, to 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 be able to be um, um, used as money, um, it has to have um good characteristics um to to function in in three ways, like I just mentioned. But since cryptocurrency fluctuated a lot, so it's really not a good store of value because if you hold um a Bitcoin today, maybe next year it 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 falls down and, 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 and you can't recoup um, the value or it's not a good unit of account because again, it's fluctuated a lot. So a lot of people don't, don't think it can ever replicate money, but uh, many people um, come into crypto or Bitcoin because of speculation mostly because the price fluctuated a lot. So if you go in at the right time when, it, um, when the price goes down and you buy them and then um, after a while um, the price goes up quickly, then you earn a lot of profit. So, so many people are interested in it in terms of speculative investment. But it also have the downside because you know that you can go in at the wrong time. If you buy it expensively, and then um the price goes down, then um you lose a lot of money. Um, that can happen as well. Do you think that cryptocurrency will eventually replace our current fiat currency? Um. Uh, I, I don't think the regulator would ever allow it. <laughs> so one, one thing is that um, to, to ever become like fiat money um, in, in a country, right? Um, the regulator would need to endorse it, but I, I don't think any regulator would, would ever endorse any privately created cryptocurrency. So the answer is probably not. But whether um, people would be willing to... Um, use it or hold in their wallet or maybe um, use it privately with their friends. Um, that could be possible. Or, um, or I mean, people, like, if, if the question were asked differently, if the question were asked, like, would people um, get, would more people get involved um, in, in cryptocurrency? And, and the answer is it's yes. I think uh, more people will, will be engaged to cryptocurrency because of other applications of cryptocurrency. For example, if they're interested in, you know, like the NFT or the metaverse. So if, to, to participate in, in this type of digital world, you may need to own some cryptocurrencies in order to, you know, participate in, in these worlds. But, that's, but, but that doesn't mean they, they want cryptocurrency and, and want to use cryptocurrency as money and buy things in real life. Maybe they don't need, they, they don't want to use it for that, but maybe they need cryptocurrency to do other things that they want. So cryptocurrency are a type of digital asset. Are there any other type of digital asset that are popular in the current global market? Yes. Okay. So, so I think other type of um, 
um, digital assets that I would like to mention are um, investment tokens, utility tokens, and non-fungible tokens, I think. So, um, um, so utility tokens are um, the tokens that um, you can use uh, to exchange for specific type of goods and service. For example, if a company, um, an existing company have some, has some goods in their store and they issue some token and they said, well, um, if you have this token, you can use this token to exchange for um, a gift in my store. So that's a sort of example of utility token. Okay, investment token. So these are something like if I um, have a company, uh, I, I want um, to build a company. I don't really have an ongoing business yet, but I want to raise funds. I want some investment money from investors. Um, so what I do is I say, okay, um, can you give me some money? That's an investment money. And then I will issue you a token. And then once my business becomes successful, maybe I give you um, back your money plus the return from your investment. So that's sort of like investment token. Another type I already mentioned is NFT, non-fungible token. So it's um, a token that represents um, unique um, assets. For example, it can represent um, a unique photo or um, a music file a video file or even virtual land in the metaverse. So um, this is something that um, people are excited about right now and it was so um, expensively um, in the market. Uh, yeah, so, so that's a non-functional token. And it, it um, can be, many people are interested because it's another way that artists um, can make money. So in the real world, I mean, artists um, sell their own um, paintings, right? Uh, but that's, but that's, that's one way they earn money. But in the digital world, I think they can also um, kind of like create a non-functional token to represent their own art and then sell it in, in, in the, the uh, NFT market. That is Unlock the Science editor and producer Sinfa Tansarawut talking to Assistant Professor Dr. Waraprapa Nagwachara of Faculty of Economics, Jilalongkorn University. We will take a short break now. You are listening to Unlock the Science on Chula Radio Plus. In Thailand, the popularity of cryptocurrencies has also been rising exponentially. Cryptocurrencies started to attract Thai investors in large amount in 2017. In the following year of 2018, Thailand enacted a law that regulates businesses of digital assets in the country. In the period of five years until 2022, the number of accounts registered in digital assets market in Thailand has soared over 13-fold, from fewer than 200,000 accounts to the current 2.7 million accounts. This is to compare with the current 1.8 million accounts of investors in the stock market of Thailand, which has been around for 47 years. The current law that governs the digital assets in Thailand is Emergency Decree on Digital Asset Businesses, under which Thailand Securities and Exchange Commission, or SEC, is the regulator of digital asset trading. Under the law, digital assets in Thailand are divided into two main groups, cryptocurrencies and digital tokens. And digital tokens are categorized into investment tokens and utility tokens. As mentioned earlier, 
Thailand's SEC plans to put investment tokens under the SEC law, as the agency sees investment tokens as fundraising tokens and hence as a kind of securities. We will learn more about Thailand's context of digital assets and the concerns of Thai authorities about the rising of these new kinds of virtual assets from Dom Kwan Kungsakun, Assistant Secretary General of Thailand Securities and Exchange Commission, as she talks to a l o c k the science editor and producer Sinfa Tansarawut. I would like to start by asking you, what are the current main worries of capital market regulators such as? Security and Exchange Commission of Thailand about cryptocurrency and other types of digital asset. For the cryptocurrency, uh, the main areas including the use of crypto as the means of payment, because for for the Bank of Thailand, uh, wider adoption of crypto as the means of payment could have impact. On the financial stability of the country, so they're quite worried about using crypto as a means of payment. That's why uh, the SEC just issued a regulation to ban the digital asset operators under our supervision from facilitating um, use of crypto as a means of payment. Uh, that's one thing. Another thing for the crypto is that uh, we're concerned about the risks of trading crypto because they are high risks in nature. And very speculative, and right now the the number of digital accounts is outnumber the number of traditional account. Um, I'm talking about 2.7 million digital asset account uh, versus 1.8 million stock brokerage account, and we're not so sure whether the individual investors they truly understand the risks associated with the crypto investment, and whether they do enough of uh, The, the asset allocation and uh, diversification, and also we have found that some of them borrow money to invest in crypto, and we're not so sure whether they can, you know, uh, afford to lose of all of their money that that they invest in crypto. But anyway, we didn't ban crypto investment or specify the qualifications of the uh, the crypto investor. Instead, we choose to empower them through the education. Uh, earlier, you mentioned about um, SEC is on the process to revise your law and uh, to mm-hmm. include uh, investment tokens as one kind of securities. So I, be- I I guess that if you if that um, revision become law, um, the investor in investment to- token will be protected under the SEC law. My that's right. Yeah, yeah. my con- my uh, my question will be. It seems to me that now the investor in cryptocurrency are not protected by any law in Thailand at all. And uh, no, this... no. Okay, cool. so so they are protected. Uh, yeah. I, I I let me explain to you this way. Uh, right now we have the emergency decree on the digital asset business, right? And another one is the SEC Act. The digital asset will cover all kind of digital asset. At the moment, I mean to supervise all kind of the digital asset, but for the Securities Act, they will cover all kind of securities as well. But but uh, if we are talking about the overall uh supervision over these two law, I would say that um the emergency decree on digital asset business would be more like light touch supervision, while the SEC SEC Act is more like uh. 
maybe I could say heavy touch. I mean, I mean, I mean heavier than 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 the than the decree. But but uh, um, if we're talking about the investment token, the substance is pretty much like securities. You know, like like uh, regulators in other countries also have the same view, and they apply the same risks and same rules for the investment token. They regulate that as a securities. So for the SEC Thailand, we're going to do the same thing. So we revise the SEC Act to also cover the. Uh, investment token. So, so in the future, the investment token will be under the SEC Act. If you talk about the crypto, crypto is not the fundraising token. So we, not have, we don't have the power to approve it. So it's up to the exchange or the broker dealer to trade on the crypto. You know? So what we can supervise is the uh, intermediaries, the digital asset uh, operator and also for the, the, the market uh market uh conduct the market supervision that's what that's what we can do the inside I said insider trading something like that but we cannot regulate uh how that crypto going to be issued because we don't have power to approve it so if if the uh you know the crypto like like you just mentioned crypto uh collapse you mean the price of the crypto uh reduce so much uh, we cannot do anything because we just regulate the intermediaries and the market. How do you see the as digital asset business in Thailand, let's say in the next five or 10 years from now? Uh, I think we uh, could observe the accelerated growth of the crypto and digital asset and, and, and uh, information from the coin market said that the crypto market cap have increased from like 0.7 million US dollar in year 2020 to like 1.8 million US dollar right now. And I think that uh, personally, I think there are so many good things about the, the, the digital asset. Uh, like 24-7 trading hours. I mean, we can trade like all day, no weekend, no holidays, no office trading hours. And, and we can have like real-time settlement, no need to wait for T plus two day. And also we have, you know, variety forms of return, like like it could be like monetary return, the, the, the profit that we can get. And also we have to, also they can offer the right to receive goods and service, like I mentioned. And also they have uh, the fractional in nature. So it make it, uh, uh, make them like, like more accessible to the investing public. I'm talking about the democratization because people can use small amount of money to access this market. So for Thailand, if you're talking about uh, what I would expect to see in the future, I think more, Traders or investors will open account uh, to invest in the digital asset. And for the business sector, I think more of them will use the investment token to raise funds. Because right now we have the IPO, right? Uh, so I think in the future or in the near future, people, uh, the, the business sector will start to you know, issue the uh, investment, investment token to raise funds. I have read uh, in, uh, in the US media that now American people can use uh, cryptocurrency as collateral in applying loans. Do you see this mm. kind of thing gonna happen in Thailand in, in the future? Uh, maybe I have to answer this question for the Bank of Thailand. Uh, um, in my opinion, I, I don't think that the central bank can accept that 
Uh, recently, I, like, like I have mentioned, that uh, the Bank of Thailand has observed wider adoption of crypto as the means of payment, and, and, and that could have impact on the financial stability of the country. So uh, they have been stressing uh, repeatedly that they don't support crypto to be used as the means of payment. This is more like the dollarization issue. Uh, uh, think about if most of people use crypto uh, or, or use the dollar, the US dollar. It means like uh, the crypto or US dollars could could cannibalize uh, using Thai baht. So so imagine again if if the central bank or the bank of Thailand using the the monetary policy to manage the money supply by either you know uh, uh, increase interest rate. Uh, interest rate to absorb liquidity during inflation or, or lower the interest rate to boost up the economy, uh, their monetary policy will become you know, useless if people don't use Thai baht. Thailand's Securities and Exchange Commission is concerned about the risk in investing in cryptocurrencies as the prices have been very fluctuating in the global market and would like to ask individual investors to educate themselves before jumping into this market. Not only individual investors, listed companies in the Thai stock market have also been trading in cryptocurrencies. Thai authorities have asked these companies to disclose details of their trade to the public as these virtual currencies come with high risk. This new virtual financial system has been expanding fast and in many cases, has become the worry of traditional financial regulators in the world. Their supporters said this new financial system is decentralized as there is no central body to regulate the transaction and the value of the currency and is transparent as the fall or rise of its monetary value rests on its community of users alone. That is exactly what mainstream regulators are worried about as cryptocurrencies are created without being backed by any secure assets, such as gold or foreign currency reserves. Regulators see cryptocurrencies as insecure and have maintained that they cannot replace our traditional fiat currency. In Thailand, the central bank, or Bank of Thailand, has said it would not allow the use of any cryptocurrency or any other digital asset to pay for any goods or services in the real world in the country, as their application could affect the country's economic stability. Alok the Science would like to thank Assistant Professor Dr. Warapapa Nagwachara of Faculty of Economics, Jualongon University, and Dong Kwan Kung Sukun, Assistant Secretary General of Thailand Securities and Exchange Commission, for sharing their analysis and thoughts on the rising of digital assets globally and in Thailand. I hope you enjoy our program. You can listen to Unlock the Science on Jula Radio Plus at FM 101.5 every Saturday from 1 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. You can also listen and follow us on our website, curadio.jula.ac.th, and our Facebook page. Our show is also accessible as podcast, including on Apple and Spotify. See you again next Saturday. Have a nice day. Unlock the Science is edited and produced by Sinfa Tunsorawood. <laughs>